Hey mamas, do you ever struggle with intentional and purposeful actions and choices towards your health? Well, you're in for a treat today because I am talking with Lauren Joyce, who is a health coach here to share with us a part of her testimony, but also about how we can actually get on top of our health and prioritize it in the season that we are going into. Let's do this jingle and then dive right in. Are you overwhelmed by your never-ending to-do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm, that never-ending to-do list, and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. My mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations, live from purposeful priorities, and master your motherhood mindset. If you're here, you're ready to say yes to intentional, productive, and peaceful days in Jesus. So grab your cold brew and your planner or strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. All right. Hello, sisters, and welcome back to another episode of the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I am here with a special guest today, Lauren Joyce. She is a wife, a mom of two wonderful young boys, an exercise enthusiast, healthy living coach, and host of the Healthy and Empowered Living podcast. But most importantly, she is a Jesus-loving encourager. Whoop, whoop, right up my alley there. (laughs) Her mission is to empower Christian moms to become the healthiest version of themselves by breaking free from diet culture so that they can experience true confidence and live as the woman God created them to be. Can we all get an amen? Don't we all want that? (laughs) Thank you, Lauren, so much for being here. Is there anything else you'd like to add to that? A powerful (laughs) intro and maybe even tell us a little bit about like how all this came about. Like, why is health so important to you? Yeah, for sure. So um, thank you for having me, Sasha. I really appreciate it. Um, I know this is going to be an awesome conversation. Um, I'll start off just by saying like I am passionate about health and about healthy living, because um, I believe that we can find freedom and joy in health. And I believe that living healthy can be simple and fun and ultimately allow us to deepen our relationships with God and walk more fully in the purposes that he has for us. Um, Part of the reason that this passion came about is because I lived through a season of my life where I was stuck in this diet culture. I was stuck um, obsessing and and just all consumed with thoughts about my health. Um, you know, constantly thinking about when I was going to get my workout in, what I was going to do for my workout, when I what I was going to eat, when I was going to eat, how I was going to 
feed my family and get my kids to love vegetables. Like all of the things were just um, consuming. And I felt like I did not have the mental and emotional capacity to put my focus anywhere else, let alone on my relationship with God. And so as I was, you know, kind of in the thick of this, I had a moment of looking in the mirror. um, And this is kind of the story that I share all the time. I looked in the mirror and I had, I was at the end of doing this really restrictive diet where, yeah, I kind of learned a lot about calories and calorie tracking and all the things, but I was restricted. I was hungry. I I like to say I was hangry all the time. (laughs) I looked in the mirror and I, I was not seeing myself. I was a completely different person. I was unhappy with myself. But the funny thing is I had gotten, actually I'd gotten below my goal weight, but my cheeks were sunken in. There were bags under my eyes. I, I did not look like a healthy person um, from my perspective, from what I know about myself. And I definitely was not feeling like a healthy person because mentally and emotionally I was a hot mess um, because I wasn't processing those things. I was so consumed with getting to a particular number and making sure that I exercised to burn off a certain number of calories and making sure that I was tracking what I was eating and I wasn't even thinking about it. Um, and so in the thick of that, I felt like God, God said to me, like, it doesn't have to be this way. Um, and so I went through a journey of really learning, um, what I teach now is kind of this foundation of spiritual growth, um, where my relationship with God comes first, no matter what. And I am always trying to grow in my relationship with him and put him first and seek him above all else and find my identity in him. And then, um, I teach what I learned about mindful nutrition, uh, which is really just, just living in mindfulness and how that affects um, what you eat, um, which I can talk more about later if it comes up. Um, But that's what I teach in my program um, with my clients as well. And then the last piece is, is joyful movement. And so really getting to a place where you enjoy how you're moving your body um, what you're doing for exercise and you, you aren't doing it from a place of guilt or I should be doing this. You are doing it from a place of, I want to be moving my body, um, not only because it is good for me and it's giving me, um, the energy and, um, you know, all the things that you need to be able to keep up with the kids, <laughs> um, but because you enjoy it and it, it brings you, I mean, for me, at least like I have a, a running trail that I go on that's near my house. Um, sometimes I run, sometimes I just walk, but I call it my happy place because I go and I just be with the Lord there. Um, mm. And that that is like my joyful movement. And it's different depending on the season of life I'm living in. But um, yeah, that's a little bit more about me and what I do and why I'm passionate about it. I don't know if that um, covered everything. Yeah. I already have a whole list of notes. (laughs) I love so much about what you said. Like, I, I love that, um, that you're talking about like health and how, like it can be a relation, a way to deepen our relationship with God and, um, help us walk like more fully in his purposes for us. And I'm just like, man, that to me so much just says good stewardship. And that is a major like core value of mine. Um, and so you were just like really, really speaking to my heart there. And it's like, how can we like live our lives and treat our bodies 
minds, you know, uh, our heart and, and our soul, like in the way that's going to help the Holy spirit work the best in us. Mm-hmm. I hear, I just heard a lot of that and in, in what you were saying. And so, um, I love that you're talking about, I don't love, right. <laughs> Why would I love this? But I, I love that you brought it up being consumed with thoughts, um, about your health, like all the time. And I've been really digging into a lot recently of like idol worship almost. Mm-hmm. And, um, it just been really glaring for me that sometimes even these things like the fruit of the spirit of self-control, right? Like we can even elevate that to a place of an idol in our lives where we're actually taking the spirit like out of it, you know, and it's just like clinging to it. And so to me, I love this. I think it's, um, uh, I'm trying to remember who Timothy Keller maybe has like multiple definitions of, um, of idolatry. And, and this was kind of one of them, like anything that's like consuming your thoughts and your energy and your focus, like above God. And so I just love that he kind of revealed this to you and brought you out of this because now it's such a testimony to his power and to his love but now you have that experience kind of on both sides to be like this mentor and coach and help walk other people through this, because I know it's been something I've been very caught up in myself. Um, and I just remember as early as like middle school and high school is when I probably got caught up in the diet culture and just had these back and forth swings for a good chunk of my life that it takes a lot of unlearning to get out of. Um, I love that you talked about being, um, like hangry, right? You, you mentioned being unhappy and unhealthy, like your cheeks were sunken in. So you were like physically unhealthy, but also like mentally and emotionally and even spiritually unhealthy because this stuff was like taking precedence over God. And so even switching that to that spiritual growth in like relationship with God first, like the whole seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. I'm a firm believer of that. And then mindful nutrition. I love the way that you said that because like we talk about mindset a lot here on the podcast. And really, I think that's what it is. It's, it's what your mind is set on. And is your mind full of nutritional things or, you know, like, is your mind full of, of junk and like even junk thoughts, right. And junk feelings about yourself, about your body, about your health. Um, and so I would love for you to speak even a little bit more to that, but first I wanted to mention the shoulds, like I should be doing, and the whole, like, we do not need to be shooting all over ourselves, like yes. in any situation, <laughs> like about your schedule, about your motherhood, about your health, like about what other people are doing. Um, I think it comes back to that mindfulness and that mindset of like making these conscious and deliberate choices of what is in alignment with my values and my mission and my purposes and my priorities and not what you should be doing. I think that's a very dangerous trap, but I don't know if you have anything to speak on what I said, or if you want to jump into mindful nutrition, but, um, I'm here for whatever comes up. <laughs> um, yes, I love that. I, I think I've heard you say it before. Like you, we should not be shooting all over ourselves. Like it's, it's so true. And one of the things that I, I, that I love to, to talk about it and say, you know, when you think about having your, um, relationship with God come first and your spiritual growth come first um, and really finding your identity in in Christ and who God made you and what purpose he made you for 
realizing and and affirming the truth inside yourself that there's no amount of exercise dieting right eating whatever that is going to make you more or less a child of the king like you do not have to do anything to earn your place with god and to receive love like you simply have to be there and receive his love and when that is your your foundation it becomes your motivation for wanting to care for the temple of the holy spirit and wanting to take the time to um you know learn what does healthy living look like for me right now in this season and if you're getting ready to change to a new season like taking the time to say okay what is healthy living going to look like for me in that season instead of just letting everything pile on and not taking the time to um to really assess and prioritize and and you know all the things that um you talk about all the time Sasha <laughs> right I'm like assess prioritize yes, yes. <laughs> you've heard me say this um uh, and so I love that it's really about creating the space mm-hmm. to yes. like think and and plan so that we can make deliberate choices based off of who we are in Christ based off of what we know is truth. Um, and so, yeah, super powerful stuff. Like I want, I want to hear a little bit more about mindful nutrition and like what that looks like. And then maybe if you could tell us a little bit about like, so how do we do this? Like, how do we actually prioritize this? I know this episode's coming out in a season where a lot of people are transitioning back to the school season, whether it's homeschooling or, or sending your kids off to public school, private school, whatever, like there's a huge seasonal shift happening. And I think it's a time where a lot of people do naturally have a tendency to, um, have this desire to assess and prioritize. Um, so I'd love to know what, what are some things after you tell us about mindfulness that could (laughs) help us in this transition. Wow. You're jumping ahead. So I'm starting with mindfulness and mindful nutrition. Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so what I like to teach about mindful nutrition, um, really just the, the basis of it is that you, like we talk about mindfulness, being fully aware and present with, um, with your body, mind, and your spirit really in that moment. And then when you add the nutrition piece, it's, it's, it's bringing it to, you know, what are the circumstances and the emotions surrounding the food choices that I'm making? And so just as the most basic definition, that is kind of what I teach. Um, and you know, I, in my program, um, in the, the mindful nutrition module, I talk about, um, just some of the basics, like when you can, um, learn how to, assess the portions that you are eating versus what the recommended portions are. When you start learning, um, I have a whole, um, teaching on, on not all calories are created equal is what I called it. Um, because you think about what, and this is probably my, my favorite, um, is you think about comparing like eating a quarter cup of raisins versus eating, um, or I say 120 calories of raisins versus 120 calories of grapes. So grapes, 120 calories worth of grapes is like a whole bunch of grapes and raisins is like a quarter cup. And so thinking about and being mindful of, okay, what food choice do I need to make right now? That's going to allow me to feel full and energized and um, give my body the nutrients that it needs, the fuel that it needs in order to, to, to function. Um, 
you know, to keep up with the kids, to exercise, you know, whatever it is. Um, so that's kind of one, one example. The other part that, that um, I really teach around, around mindful nutrition is a lot of intuitive eating. And so knowing um, and really looking into um, emotional eating, um, listening to your body, learning your body's hunger cues and full cues, you know, when you are starting to overeat or when you're eating, when your body is not telling you that it's hungry, dig deep, like digging deeper into that. And so I kind of, I, I teach my clients, you know, what kinds of questions can you ask yourself in that moment? You know, what emotions are going on? Are you feeling stressed? Are you feeling overwhelmed? Um, you know, if your body is trying to tell you that it's craving sugar, typically there's something deeper going on, um, you know, related to an emotion that is, you know, stress, it's overwhelm, it's sadness, it's loneliness. Like for me, a big part of, of my story, um, that, that I often share when I was learning to identify emotional eating is, you know, in the afternoon, after I put my kids down for a nap, I would literally put them down for a nap, maybe 20 minutes after we ate lunch. And like, I would eat lunch with them and I put them down and I would come out and I'd be like, okay, what can I eat now? And I, I would eat and I'm like, I'm not even hungry. Why am I eating? Why do I feel the need to eat? And so when I really started evaluating, I realized that I was trying to use food to fill this feeling of loneliness and sadness. And yeah, I, it was confusing at first because it's like, how could I feel lonely? Like I wanted this time away from my kids. Like I needed this break but it wasn't that I was, I didn't need to get away from my kids. It was that I was craving this adult interaction, this, I needed my mind to be stimulated with something other than, um, you know, whatever I was that little activity I was doing with my kids, you know, doing little puzzles or playing peekaboo or, you know, whatever it was right. like, I needed some, my mind needed something more. Um, but it's, if I had never assessed that, I would just keep going to food and eating, and eating and eating and like there's we all know how that is <laughs> right wow that is such a powerful testimony too because i'm sitting here and thinking i'm like yeah i could definitely stand to be more aware right more um just aware about this intuitive eating aspect and like listening to my body listening to my hunger cues and and asking like are there emotional triggers going on here? Are there circumstantial triggers going on here? And I know my husband and I, we've, we've gotten into the habit too, where it's like our son would go to sleep and then we would have dessert, like bedtime, we'd put him down and we like, and I even seen a TikTok or a reel or something about this before where the parents like put the kids to bed and then they go like straight to the freezer and like pull out the tub of ice cream. And I'm like, whoa, I've never felt anything so like <laughs> relatable in my life. But, um, I love that. Just asking those questions and going deeper. And I love how you even like brought it to that point of like, you honestly had to create that space for yourself to really dig into the mindset behind that. And like the emotional triggers behind that, because you're like, just like you said, I just put my kids to bed, like, or to a nap. I wanted this time for myself, but I'm lonely. Like, why am I lonely? You know, and just really creating that space to dig in, I think is so incredibly important. I love everything that you said about this mindful nutrition. I think I agree. Like so much about life is being aware and present. Right. And I think this busy, busy, like 2022 culture that we're living in has us so busy. We don't, 
we don't create the space for ourselves to be aware and to be present. And so I love that. Um, and like, I just can't even add anything to what you had said. Um, the other thing that I loved was about fueling your body to function and like, to meet the needs, like essentially of your values and priorities. Like Mm -hmm. if, if cleaning your home or going on a walk with your family or chasing your kids around or playing soccer with them or whatever, like if, if those are things that matter to you, like it's about fueling your body to be able to do that. And I just love that perspective on nutrition. Um, cause I think as moms, it's so easy to be like, Oh, I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in so long. Let me grab something. Or even like you're saying it's nap time. Like now I can sit down and enjoy something for myself and it's just grabbing whatever's like quick. I'm super guilty of that. Instead of thinking about what's going to fuel my body for like my purposes and my priorities right now. So I love that you brought that in. Um, is there anything else that you have, like any tips or ways that we can prioritize our health, that mindful nutrition, maybe even movement, um, and like get it on our schedules in this season of like shifting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think my like natural coach response is like kind of start with a brain dump of, you know, figuring out what, what what exactly is the priority around health for you? Um, and what are you willing to make time for in this season? Um, because, you know, when you think about the different things that are required for your living healthy, so let's say, for example, you know, going into this, um, you know, maybe you are going into a season where your kids are all going off to school and you find yourself with a little bit more time, you know, maybe in this season, you really are going to, um, prioritize, you know, finding exercise that you enjoy and, um, you know, figuring out meal planning, you know, really making meal planning a priority because up until, you know, your kids all went to school, that was something that was kind of overwhelming to you. So now you're saying, I have this time, I'm going to prioritize those two things. So give them, give them a time and a space on your calendar is what I always like to tell my clients. Like, don't just keep it on your to-do list for when you feel like it, or when you have time, like assign it a time, um, set aside that time in your calendar, because the, (laughs) the reality is, and I'm sure Sasha, you could speak to this too. Like what we don't put on our calendars, you know, a lot of times just doesn't happen. Like we're going to fill our time with other things. And we're going to be like, Oh yeah, we never got to that. Oh man. It'll have to wait until, you know, whenever, but really assessing within yourself, like if that is a priority, you're going to make time for it. And then, you know, from there kind of breaking it down further. Okay. What exactly is my plan? Like I, I teach my clients through smart goals. Um, the, is it acronym? Is that the right word? Yep. Um, <laughs> so, uh, um, specific, measurable, attainable, um, relatable, relatable, I relevant, relevant. Thank you. Um, and time bound are, and there's a couple different ones, but right. anyways, the one I'll talk about right now is like being specific, um, about your plan. And so, you know, if, if finding exercise you enjoy is part of your plan, like, what is that going to look like for you? Like, are you going to try walking for a week and see how you like it? Are you going to try it for a couple weeks? Are you going to get with some other friends who also want to do this and and help keep each other accountable. Like, are you putting a community in place for you to 
um, help that be more enjoyable for you? Or are you going to join a gym? Are you going to find group exercise classes? Do you prefer working out at home? And so, you know, if so, what, what are some YouTube channels that you can, um, subscribe, subscribe to, or, you know, different things like that, like really getting all the ideas out there and then putting a plan into place, um, you know, for meal planning, I personally do meal planning um, either on Friday afternoon or Saturday. And that's because my husband is home and I like to have him involved because he's my picky eater. <laughs> um, and so I always, I'm like, okay, what do you want to eat this week? Like, are these things okay? And is there anything that you need so that you can have it to take to lunch with you for work or whatever? Um, and so we go over all of that. And then, you know, depending on which, whichever day it is, then I go to the grocery store. And that's, you know, that's our time. And then when I come home, like I do all my food prep and that all did not happen naturally. Like that took a long, like probably at least a year of, okay, I'm going to start by just, just making a grocery list every weekend. Okay. Now I'm going to make sure I get to the grocery store every weekend on top of making that list. Okay. Now I'm going to start making my list based on my meals that I want to do. And then it even went so far as to like, now I assign which meals I'm going to do on which days based on which evening activities I know are going to happen. But like, it's a process. And so really saying, okay, what is the foundation? What is that first thing that I'm going to start with that's going to help me start building up to this? Um, yeah. Wow. Does that answer your question? Yes. Super powerful. So much stuff in there. Like for one, I love that you started with the brain dump, like get it all out, right? I talk about this all the time. If you've been listening to the podcast at all, if you're in the community, like, you know, we're talking about the brain dump all the time because otherwise it's just thoughts swirling around in our head with no, like no clarity, no direction or definition. Um, and, and once it's out, then we can prioritize it. Then we can categorize it. And I love that you talked about like, what is, what is your priority around health in this season? What a powerful question to ask because, you know, like maybe training for a triathlon when your kids are getting ready to go back to school and your whole, like, you don't even know what your schedule is going to look like. Probably not the best choice. Right. Um, so and when you were talking, I was just thinking about the, you want to schedule your priorities, not prioritize your schedule. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was just having a conversation with a client a couple of weeks ago, actually. And she was like, oh yeah, I have all these things, but they're just like written in pencil, like over on the side of my planner. And I'm like, no, like these are things that are time bound. Like they have a deadline. You need to get them on the schedule and do them, you know? Um, so scheduling those priorities, you said, get it on the calendar. And I think that is so incredibly important. I realized one of my like healthy habits, um, I do like movement with a family twice a week and I'm, I want to get back into the routine of moving on my own once a week. And I realized I like, I didn't meet that goal last week and why was because I didn't put it on my calendar. Like I literally skipped over like one of the most important steps. Um, and so I'm, I'm fully in agreement with that. And then I love that you talked about like being specific and, um, I think like I'm, I'm, you know, running for 20 minutes on Tuesdays and I'm lifting weights on Thursdays, like maybe not that specific, but I like what I kind of heard you saying is almost like going back to that brain dump again. And like what, at least knowing what you are going to do, because the last thing you want to do is get to that time on your calendar where like, now I'm going to have this healthy movement, but 
do I want to swim? Do I want to run? Like, do I want to lift weights? I can't tell you how many times my husband and I have gone to the gym together and we're like, what do you want to do today? And then we just stand there for like 10 minutes in the gym talking about, are we going to lift arms or, you know, are we going to do squats? Like, do we want to run first? You know, like just all this casual, it's like, okay, do the brain dump kind of decide on this ahead of time. Are you going to go to the gym? Is it going to be group exercise? Do you want to work out at home? Do you like a DVD? Do you just want to do calisthenics? Do you want to bring a community together? Do it with a friend, you know, like explore and ask yourself, what are the things that you want to do? And then you can go ahead and schedule them. Um, and I love that you talked about, it started out with that foundation of, of really just doing that brain dump and, what I heard you saying in that testimony that you shared too, is it is about these intentional and deliberate purposeful actions, purposeful choices that we're making. And so I absolutely love all of that. Um, Lauren, where can people find you? Like, if you have anything else to add to this episode, feel free to like to add, but, um, where can people find you if they want to connect with you and just be in your circle to have all of this, like positive freedom, giving like influence towards their health from a spiritual perspective. Yeah, definitely. Um, I don't think I have anything else to add now. I think I kind of overloaded a little bit, so you might have to rewind, grab a notebook, take some more notes or something, but um, yeah, I'd say the best places to find me are over on my podcast, um, the Healthy and Empowered Living podcast. Um, and then I also have a free Facebook community that you can jump into. It's called Joyful Health for Christian Moms, um, where, yeah, we just, we talk all things health and um, motherhood and all the things. And um, it's just a really, it's a really fun community to be in and get to know other moms that are in different, different seasons and different, um, going through different struggles or, um, successes, um, in their health journeys as well. And then I do want to throw in, um, and invite all of your listeners that are listening probably real time that I am doing a masterclass, um, called how to get healthy and fit for life without obsessing over diet or exercise. Um, totally free. It's going to be on Thursday, September 8th. And, um, you can sign up for that. I'll send Sasha the link so that she has it, but it's uh, lauren lauren-joyce.com forward slash free masterclass. Um, you can find all the details on that. I'm super excited to, um, it's the second time I've run it and I got such amazing feedback first time around that I was like, okay, I'm not going to wait a whole year before I do it. I got to do another one like right now. So here we go. Yes. I love that. Getting the information out. Um, I will definitely include all of those links in the show notes. So if you're listening, you can just scroll down and click, uh, connect with Lauren and her community, follow her on her podcast and jump into that masterclass. So you can learn even more. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, Lauren, for being on here and just sharing your testimony and these practical tips with us. I know that they are going to bless the ears of many. Yes. Thanks for having me.